praying for this young lady and her ministry and for the other missionaries in Japan and all around the world. Uh, and so we're so thankful. Hannah, come and share what's on your heart today with us, please. Well, it's nice to meet you all. I don't know if I'm using this correctly. It's my first time using one of these, and I feel really fancy. But, um, yeah, thank you for allowing me to come and share, and I've gotten to know quite a few of you over um, the past week because I've been here with the state meeting and the Go Global event, and I'm pulling up my computer because that's for my presentation. I'm not doing other work while I talk. But, um, <clears throat> so yeah, but thank you so much. Um, and so I guess I'll just go ahead and start. So in the first letter to the church of Thessalonica, Paul encourages his brothers and sisters in Christ, particularly in how they are to view those who have gone on before them. Um, he says, but we do not want you to be as informed brothers about those who are asleep or have passed away, but you may not grieve as others who do not have hope. As Christians, we can take this verse to heart. If we have accepted Christ as our Savior, we know that we have a hope in Christ that follows anything that we have here on this earth. We have this hope and we can share it with others. And we know that we are not, I guess, we're strangers to this world, but our eternal home is in heaven. That's where we will glorify the Lord. Um, but what about those who have never heard of the name of Jesus? What about those who have never read any part of scripture or even know that the God who created them loves them and wants to know them? Hi, my name's Hannah Goucher and I'm 23. And I would love to share with you how the Lord is bringing hope to the people of Japan. Um, and if, I think on this next slide, there we go, the next one right after this, there we go. So I don't know if you can see that, but there are some t statistics about Japan, and I'm going to go through them with you. So the first one is Japan is the second largest unreached people group. Um, a, a people group is basically a group of people that has the same culture, religion, and language. Um, so you can kind of think almost, um, let's say, Christians in Mississippi can almost be considered a people group or like a group of people basically that have the same language, culture, um, same viewpoint, same worldview. That is what unites them and makes them a people group together. An unreached people group is basically one of those people groups as less than 2% evangelical Christians. And so, like I said, they have less than 2%. And the next one says only 0.5% of those less than 2% mission, um, Christians are considered evangelical, meaning um, they may say that they're Christians, but they don't believe in like the atoning work of Jesus. They don't believe in his death and resurrection. The things that we hold essential to our faith are things that they're not really considered part of Christianity. So you can't even really consider them Christian. Um, the really big... I would say um, point is with the current population of 125.8 million people there is right now only a ratio of one missionary per, per 64,000 people. That is a massive number. Um, and to put that in perspective with a church, that's about one church for every 16,700 people. And the evangelical growth rate, meaning how um, the church is growing in Japan. It's actually in decline. It's a negative 0.4%. Um, and the next slide I'll show you. Um, statistics can be very useful, but sometimes they're hard to follow in really getting you to understand what the truth, like what's going on, I guess. So I like to use pictures and stories. 
And so I have these four pictures up here that each tell a different story. If you go to the um, next slide, I'll show you. Um, this first picture um, is a picture of schoolgirls. Um, in some places in America, we wear uniforms, but in everywhere in Japan, if you're in school, you wear a uniform. And so um, these girls are either walking home or walking to school. And these girls, alongside um, the majority of other middle and high school age students, even some elementary students, face immense pressure to succeed in academics and the workforce. This pressure does not only come from their parents, it comes from their teachers, their society, their peers, um, basically all of Japan um, has placed pressure on these children to perform well academically, um, socially, economically, every aspect of their life. This puts immense strain on this age group, which leads one to understand that the leading cause of deaths in this age group of 15 to 39 is suicide. And I'll tell you more about it with this next slide. This next slide um, shows a place called Ahokigahara Forest, which means sea of trees, basically. It's a national park in Japan. It's beautiful, but it's also known for being a place where people go to commit suicide on purpose. Um, it's so commonplace that they have places dedicated to it almost. Um, people don't often go there because they know what it's about, but basically I've read stories about how park rangers, if they see that you're um, tinted, like have a tent up in this forest, that you're most likely contemplating ending your life within the next couple of days. Um, the next one is um, a subway train. And I don't know if you've heard stories of like the Hubbards and the Carneys who share um, information regularly. Um, the primary form of transport, or at least one of them, is subway trains in Japan. They're everywhere. Um, and this pressure that's put on these children and these adults not only leads them to commit suicide in force, but also to jump in front of these subway trains. Um, it's a common occurrence almost to the point where the carnies and the bishops and uh, other people I'll be there with have talked about how it's kind of an inconvenience now, how it used to be so hair like so terrible that these people would jump in front of the trains, but now it's kind of just like, I guess I'm going to be late for work today kind of mentality because that's how often it happens in Japan. And then the last one, um, Brother Aaron talked about this. This is a girl praying to the gods that um, people of Japan believe. Um, they believe in Shintoism, which is like Shintoism mixed with ancestral worship. So ancestors play a very big part in um, the Japanese people's lives. And also these Shinto gods. There's over 8 million gods that people can worship or pray to, depending on what it's for. And um, you can't see in this picture, she's praying a lot like we do sometimes, but before this, she will clap in front of the God. And it's really sad to think that basically what she's doing is trying to wake him up. They use claps to wake up their gods to hear them. It's so sad to think that we serve a living God who never tarries nor sleeps nor ceases to answer our prayer, but they have to hope that their God is awake and willing to listen to them that day, especially when it could be something as terrible as death in the family, divorce, and they really are crying out to God, and this stone God chooses not to listen to them today. So basically, yeah. Um, as you can see, Japan is desperate um, in need of one thing, that is hope. Or as you'll see in this next slide, I'll teach you a Japanese word, nozomi. Nozomi is how they, uh, how they say hope in Japan. What can bring this nozomi or hope to the Japanese people? only the gospel of Jesus Christ that brings us hope. And how can we share this gospel? One way God is doing this is through the New Life Church plant, which I will be working with. 
So this next slide, I'll show you. That is the New Life Church. You can't really see it. The picture's a little bit dark, but <laughs> this is my fault. Um, so this is the New Life Church plant. It's located on the island of Sapporo, I mean the island of Hokkaido, in the Sapporo area. <clears throat> Hokkaido is a northern island, so when you think of Japan, you t- typically think of Tokyo and that long island. I'll be in the top one. It kind of is shaped like a diamond. Yes, like that. So I'll be on the island with that circle, and then you can see there's a tiny circle on the green map, and that's where I will be. Sapporo is quite a big city. Um, you could kind of compare it to Chicago here. It's about, has that around that many people. And so, yeah, it's going to be a great time, and I'm really excited to work um, in Sapporo. And if you see the next slide, I'll show you who I'll be working with. These are the people that have um, chosen to um, follow the call of Christ to be also missionaries to Japan. Um, we see the bishops, the spears, and Taylor Pate. Um, one way God has truly, truly, immensely blessed us is with this team with um, Doug Bishop and Kate Spear. They are missionary kids to Japan. So they grew up in Japan. That is their culture. That's where they grew up. So they understand the language. They understand the culture. When we have questions, we can go to them. Um, they truly understand Japanese culture, and as well as their spouses as well. Miriam and Daniel have also been in Japan for over two or three years, um, serving alongside um, their spouses and um, ministering to the people of Japan. And Taylor actually is one of my very good friends. I graduated school with her, and she loves Japan with all her heart. And she's so um, dedicated to the call of Christ to share the gospel with the Japanese people as well. And so I'm glad that I can do that as well. And so I'm on the team, obviously, and I'll be serving alongside them. In the next slide, I'll show you, um, there are mainly three specific roles that I'll be fulfilling while I'm in Japan. Um, the first one, or I guess in a synopsis, will be, first, I'll be teaching English. Second, I'll be serving as kind of like a language liaison. And then the third one will be serving in my local church, or the New Life Church plant. So the first one um, is teaching English. If you know English, people want to talk to you in Japan. People want to talk to you from other countries that don't speak English. English is a massive, massive way of um, introducing people to the gospel because people want to hear it. People want to learn it. People want to be able to speak English. And so me and Taylor will be primarily doing that. I will be working alongside the middle school, high school students, while Taylor will be working alongside the elementary students, preschool ages, and that will also entail their parents as well because the parents are very hands-on in that preschool age. And so basically what I'll be doing is um, serving the middle and high school students and college age students, building relationships with them, inviting them to church, getting them involved, and sharing with them the love of Christ, the immense pressure that they have, and how Jesus can um, take that burden away from them. Because he says, my burden is easy and my yoke, or my yoke is easy and my burden is light. He takes away those hard pressures of society. The second one is very interesting. Uh, I'll be serving as a language liaison, in a sense. Kind of sounds fancy, but um, basically, there is a Korean, a South Korean uh, mission group that comes to Hokkaido biannually. So basically, twice a year. I believe once in the summer and once in the winter. And they um, are dedicated to serving the Lord and bringing others to Christ. And so the thing that they do is they go to universities and speak to um, Japanese students. But the funny thing is, they don't speak Japanese. 
And so they actually do <laughs> something very interesting, very dedicated. They will take their phones, they'll type something in Korean, have it translated to Japanese, and play it on their phone. And so people in Japan will respond by doing the exact same thing. They will take their phone, type in Japanese, translate it to Korean, and then they respond back. So they're basically speaking to each other with, through their phones, but it's a great ministry. People really get involved in it and um, really just um, build relationships. But the problem is, once the Korean people leave, that kind of, there's kind of a gap in between um, communication with the Korean missionaries and us, or the missionaries of the past, to be able to discuss how those relationships were made, to keep the contacts, to um, really try and bridge the gap in getting them involved in the church. And so um, I really like Korean. I think it's a very interesting language, and so the Lord's blessed me with learning that recently. And um, so I'll be able to use that as a way to bridge the gap, um, get them involved in church, and um, get those contacts made and kept. And the last one is a lot of, like, what we all do as believers in Christ to serve our local church, being involved as a layperson or just doing what God's called me to do, whether it be folding bulletins, um, putting up chairs, welcoming people, greeting people, things that we always do here. So, yeah, um, just be becoming involved in, um, yeah, just doing these things to help um, build the church and um, make it grow. So this next slide, I'm going to show you this word again, nozomi. I hope you remember this word. Nozomi is hope, and it's something that the Japanese people are in desperate need of. Um, as Christians, God calls us to be ready to share the hope that is within us. In order to do this, I need people to prayerfully consider partnering with me so that I, or through you, I may go and share the gospel to the um, people of Japan. In order to bring about this work, I need people to support me financially so that I may go. And um, I would just love if you would prayerfully consider how you can give to me. And I'll show you, through, um, there are many different ways. So you first you see um, this giant box. It's a QR code. So if you pull out your phone, I don't have my phone with me, and you open the camera, you can take a picture, or you don't even have to take a picture, you can just Hold up your camera to it, and I'll provide a link. And that link will go straight to my account, and you can choose how much you want to give. The second one is just to go on the website, iaminc.org slash give. Oh, there we go. <laughs> um, yeah, that's one other way you can do it. <laughs> um, the third way is an ACH bank draft. I have bank draft forms on my table back there, and if you will just provide a voided check, I can send that to the office and make it to where you can give to me monthly or however you choose to provide. Um, the third one is this connect card. Like I um, had Pastor Aaron graciously pass them out for me. I passed them out earlier as well. This is a connect card. And basically, um, I'll talk about this. This is another way you can communicate with me as well. I think I'm making a funny sound, sorry. Um, basically, it just says, I'll partner with Hannah. It tells your name, your address, where you're from, um, and there are different things you can fill out, whether it be committing to pray for me regularly. Um, sorry, I don't know if it's making that noise. Um, committing to pray for me, pray for me regularly. Give a certain amount monthly throughout the year. Um, information about how you can give. Um, information about short-term mission trips, like I talked about E-Team. I'd love to share about E-Team and CMP and um, the Hannah Project. I can get involved with short-term mission trips as well. Um, and I will keep this side, and then basically what you can do is you tear this part off, it's got a perforated edge, 
and you keep this and you can write how much you've chosen to give to me uh, monthly and also the prayer requests that I have so that you can keep this, whether it be in your Bible or just somewhere nearby so you can pray for the work that God is doing in Japan and how you're being a part of it as well. And the next one is also very important. It's ways you can connect with me. Um, I'm going to be talking, I guess, mainly just keeping everyone involved and in how they can be a part and what I'm doing, basically. Um, my Instagram's on there. It's hannah.goucher18. It's just G-O-U. It sounds like, <laughs> I keep telling people, it sounds like couch with a G. So if you just spell couch with a G and add E-R, that's my last name. Um, and the second one is going to be, it's called My Emma. I didn't know what that was at first either, but basically it's a form of sending out like a bulk email or like kind of like MailChimp, the idea of sending out newsletters. And that's what my newsletter will be, Hannah and Hokkaido. And I have a form back there that if you want to continue to be a part of that and read those. I haven't sent one out yet, but I'm going to very soon to start my newsletter um, journey, I guess. You could um, fill that out, and I'll add your email to the list. The third one is my primary form of keeping in contact with each other, with people, which is my Facebook group called Hannah and Hokkaido. My normal Facebook page is just Hannah Goucher, my name. But Hannah and Hokkaido is where I typically will share um, where I've been, the past churches I've been to, um, where I am in terms of my fundraising, um, what I'm doing that week. Basically, things like that. And the last one is my I Am page, which is just be I Am. Just go to the I Am page, and you can search under missionaries. You can find my name. Um, that also will share a request, also important facts about Japan, what's going on in the area. And you can also see other missionaries that are working in Japan as well. Um, and so, again, um, this next slide. Just remember this word. Oh, wait. Oh, yes, this is my prayer request. It's very important. I forgot about that. These are the prayer requests that I have. Um, the first one is that the hearts of the Japanese people will be open to hear the gospel. Um, I was telling um, her earlier that um, Japan is a rising country of nuns, which basically the rise of the nuns means choosing non-religious as what they would be considered if they build it like a sense of senses form. Um, not necessarily atheists, but almost in the sense that they really don't care. Um, that's a big problem, a rising problem in Japan, especially with the youth and the younger um, ages of people as well. But it's also ingrained into them, even though they are, they really don't care about religion, it's also ingrained into them the traditions that they've grown up in. So they'd be like ancestor worship, going to these shrines um, for needs of things, um, celebrating these festivals that are dedicated to the gods, these kind of things. And so pray that their hearts will be open and they'll realize their need for um, Christ and the emptiness of these um, paths that they've taken in terms of religion and also just turning away from religion in total. And the second one is pray for the New Life team as we prepare to go to Japan. The bishops, as I shared the picture earlier, they're actually 100% funded. So they'll be leaving very, very soon, which is very exciting. Um, so yeah, they're, as they're preparing to go, the spears are not too far behind. I mean, Taylor just started raising funds so it might be a while, but we don't know whenever the Lord chooses to let us go, we will go. But um, pray for our New Life team as we continue to raise um, support and find partners. And also go over to Japan and lay down the foundation of what this church is going to be built on. Um, the last one is pray for me as I continue to travel. Um, it's been a lot of fun. I've really enjoyed it. And I've just been really enjoying being able to share what God is doing in Japan. So just pray 
for safety of travels and um, that God will allow me to find these partners to come alongside me and our team and bring the gospel to Japan. And so this last one, yes, there we go, Nozomi. Just remember that word, um, Japan's desperate need for hope. And so yes, thank you. I appreciate you letting me come and share with you guys. If you have any questions, I am totally free to answer them. And if I don't know, I'll tell you, and we'll find it together. But yes, I would love, if you have any questions, I'd be willing to talk at all times. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Hannah, for sharing that uh, great information with us. And uh, we do want to be a part of sending Hannah to Japan. And uh, the Lord has not called her to travel around Mississippi and different parts of the United States. He's called her to go to Japan uh, and share the gospel. So as we give, we help get her there quicker. So uh, I want to encourage you. Every one of you can pray. So I encourage you to take that communication card, check that box. Hey, Hannah, I'll pray for you uh, every day. Um, some of you may be able to say, you know what, I can give $10 a month. I can give $20 a month. I can, uh, you know, and so you can uh, use that card to communicate that desire and um, turn those in to, to her uh, at the end, and she'll, she'll be around and can would love to answer questions. Um, so remember, keep that prayer card um, and pray for her regularly. Um, and so we're going to have our ushers come. Ms. Evelyn, if you'll come play, or Seth, one of the two of you. She said you, Seth. <laughs> so, Seth's going to come tickle the ivories while our ushers come and receive an offering. Uh, and if you'd like to use a check, uh, she takes cash, or you can give electronically uh, with that QR code. If you'd like to give uh, today, you can go to our church website and give there and select missions and um, you can do it that way. You can text to give. The text number is in the bulletin. Uh, if you write a check, um, you can make it out to First Free Will Baptist Church, and Miss Kay will write one check uh, for the church and give it to Hannah. Um, and so uh, any way that you'd like to do it, please uh, give as you can, even if, you know, every, even if it's $5. That, that gets her $5 closer to being in Japan. So, uh, And, you know, we never know what we give you know, pro seems insignificant, but God takes a bunch of those insignificant gifts and he adds his blessing to it and great things are accomplished uh, because of what you do. Uh, God is able to do much and uh, God will use Hannah and the rest of the team at New Life Church in Sapporo. And uh, so uh, you give, uh, Brother George, ask God's blessing on the offering for us, please, sir.